So, Berto, we recently sent out a survey to all the patrons, and they filled it out, and I asked them a bunch of questions about their preferences. And one of the things that I saw in the data was that the patrons, some of them hate the Tougher Bluff episodes, while some of them really like the Tougher really? Bluff episodes. Yeah. And also, some indicated they hated it when we talked about Star Wars. Oh. And then another group said they loved it when we talked about Star Wars. Wow. So today we're going to do Tougher Bluffs. Star Wars. And we're going to do Star Wars. And that's just the way it is. So if you, Sorry. Don't, if you don't like those things, then you can, you can skip like the, it. The, well, but I wonder if it's the same oh. Venn diagram, like if it's the same people. Yeah. This is the Psychology in Seattle podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Kirk. Dr. Kirk Honda, I have a cough, and I might be coughing occasionally. I am a professor, a cougher, and a therapist. <laughs> My name is Humberto Castaneda, and I'm just starting a new project on a wall. I can't talk about it much. It's going to be big. It's going to be huge. Um, we're going to be laying some bricks starting soon. What's huge? I thought it was huge. Huge. All right. I'm going to do a Star Wars tougher bluff. You gave me this book. Actually. I know. I'm and, obsessed with Star Wars. And it's your birthday. Yep. Let's sing a happy birthday. Happy birthday, birthday to, to Berto. I gave him a gift, which was a Jar Jar Binks mask. That's right, and I love it. Uh, this isn't tough or bluff. This is just Star Wars questions, actually. Okay. Who was jokingly called Wormy as a youngster? Wormy as a youngster? Was it, <laughs> was it Luke, Han, Leia, or Owen Lars? Wait, is this like some, uh, like, you have to have read all the comic books? <laughs> Probably. Owen Lars. It was Luke. Luke was called Wormy? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> what was Luke planning to pick up at Toshi Station? But I got to go to Toshi Station to pick up some power converters. Oh, my God. You're so good. <laughs> Who taught Han Solo to understand Shriwook, which I'm guessing is a Wookiee language? Uh, Chewbacca. Nope. No? Nope. It says Dulana. Okay. I think I think some of these you have to. Approach. Yeah, you have to like be in the extended universe. There's no like watch the movies and you'll know. Princess Leia traveled to Katata for talks regarding giving aid to realtor. With whom did she speak? Oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! Uh, bread knife incident. <laughs> uh, Mia Ilkova. Yeah, that's right. Anna Kornikova. I knew it. Some of these questions are kind of BS, man. <laughs> uh, what what had Obi Wan Kenobi come to be known on as on Tatooine? Oh, Ben, old Ben Kenobi. Yeah, this is Ben. <laughs> what galaxy-renowned professor taught history to Princess Leia Organa? Oh my God! Oh my God. I mean, I think if you know the answer, it's a fair question. Where where did Luke Skywalker race his Skyhopper? Uh, oh, I was uh, is that no? That's not shooting T. It's a uh, but I I did that shooting uh, Wampa or shooting. What was the... Oh, man. But Arn that's not the Harada? same thing, though. That's Arn not the Harada? same thing. Yeah. Or no. The Desert Plain? Anyway. I don't know. Who was referred to as a crazy old hermit by the locals? That's Ben Twitter. Kenobi. Yeah. On what planet did Darth Vader's evil scientist accidentally release a lethal bio-agent? <laughs> oh! oh. You, you gave me this book, by I the know, way. I know, but I mean, like, I didn't say use it against me. <laughs> uh, who said to Princess Leia, I care? Oh, of or course. I care. No, no. I care. <laughs> I care. Yeah. yeah, it's like, I care. Luke. <laughs> Luke said it. Her brother. Yeah. 
Um, let's see. Because, you know, it's like, it's, uh, it, I kind of paraphrase, but I said, I wonder if he cares about anything or anyone. And he's like, I care. <laughs> Who said I recognized your foul stench when I was brought on board? <laughs> Princess Leia. Who was one of the last Jedi to be struck down by Darth Vader before the Battle of Yavin? Oh, before the Battle of Yavin? The, one of the last Jedi to be struck down would have been Obi-Wan. Yeah, there we go. This says, it says the Dark Woman. Oh, what? Who's that? Before the Battle of Yavin? Who exclaimed, oh. he's the brain, sweetheart. Oh, he's the brain, sweet. Well, I mean, it's Han. Yeah. But I'm trying to remember who's the brains. Is it? Yeah, I think it's Chewie. Oh, he's the brains, sweetheart. Okay. Uh, let's see. What was Grand Moff Tarkin's first name? Oh, was it was it Maurice Wilhelm Vilhuff or Morris? Oh, come on, it's Wilhelm. It's Vilhuff. Oh, sorry, Vilhuff. That's what I meant. Who said if he gets a translator, be sure it speaks bocce? Oh yeah, okay, that's Uncle Owen. Yeah. If we get a translator, make sure he speaks bocce. What was Jabba the Hutt's homeworld? Oh, uh, well. Oh, it's not. It's not. Uh, it's not Tatooine. Nal Hutta. Oh. To whom did Han Solo say, "You're a wonderful human being"? To Lando. Jabba the Hutt. Oh, of course. Oh, Jabba, you're a wonderful human being, and he's like chilly, chilly, because he just woke up from carbon freeze. What was Grand Moff Tarkin's impression of Princess Leia aboard the Death Star? Like this. I'm Princess Leia, and I'm all uppity. <laughs> no, <laughs> he felt she would never talk. Well, no, what he says a thing about Oh, uh, I think as she's, like, being carted off or something. Oh. He says, charming to the last. Charming to the Okay. I don't really remember that, All but... Right. Um, okay. But you got to admit, my impression of <clears throat> Grandma Tarkin doing an impression was pretty good. <laughs> Tougher bluff. Children who participated in risky activities, such as climbing, jumping, rough play, and exploring alone, displayed greater physical and social health. Children who participated in risky activities displayed greater physical and social health. Tough or bluff. Were those risky activities by themselves? Uh, No. One of them was exploring alone. Oh, okay, okay. But the Um, other ones are climbing, jumping, rough play. Yeah, I'll say tough. It's true. Why would you think that's why would you think that's tough? I think that by doing some risky activities early on, they might have seen that they can self express, that they can, you know, take some risks and they they won't fail necessarily or they might have gotten to fail and seen that it was okay and that might have given them the courage and the self-confidence to you know integrate better and socialize better and things like that interesting tougher bluff people with cynical beliefs about others will earn less money in the future people with cynical beliefs about others will earn less money in the future tougher bluff what do you think i'm gonna i would say uh i would say tough but I'm going to go bluff. Why? So I would say tough because I actually feel like a lot of the people that make the most money are always very cynical about others. Like, you know, I'm thinking like Wall Street sharks. They're like, oh, that guy. Oh, that guy. But they're still making a ton of money. But I'm going to go with bluff because I feel like if you're so focused on others, you're not going to be making as much money. It's tough. People with cynical beliefs about others will earn less money in the future. I think you have Wait, backwards. I had them backwards. Fine. Yeah. So if you're cynical about other people... You tend to have less money. You yeah. tend to have less money in the future. Now, this is one of those classic correlation does not mean causation situations. Sure. Now, um, you, have, you might have less money because you might be cynical because you have less money. Right. Or 
cynical beliefs about others could indicate trauma mm, or having right. been raised in a family that was difficult or right. having been harmed by other human beings. And we all know that that leads to more difficulties. <laughs> so, it's, so it's not as simple as like, hey, stop being cynical and you'll make more money. Right. But we might be able to speculate that if you have a rosy idea about other human beings, it might lead to behaviors and social situations that might lead to getting better jobs right. or more opportunities, which I can totally imagine. Because when I think about people who are extremely negative in general, and particularly about other human beings, I, I, I don't see them networking and, you know, uh, getting to know their coworkers as well as, as the others. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I could see that. <clears throat> so to avoid, to avoid coughing... I'm gonna mm-hmm. talk. I'm gonna talk real, real, down. real, real quiet. I like the sweaty balls. Sweaty balls. Tougher bluff, Birdo. Okay. Recent research found no correlation <laughs> between teenage depression and anger, and future romantic relationships. Ooh. No correlation. No correlation between depression and anger as a teen. As a teen. And future romantic <laughs> relationships. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Uh, no, is, no, no. That's bluff. That's bluff. This is tougher bluff. This is tough. Midnight bluff. edition. <laughs> I'm saying bluff, man. You're you're right. Yeah, the, re- research, <clears throat> the researchers followed 341 people for 25 years, which is Whoa. which is quite an endeavor. Yeah, and found that negative emotions that the participants experienced as young adults appeared to have adversely affected their intimate relationships in middle age. <laughs> or, or, it's the fact that they're like, dude, you've been following me for 25 years. I'm trying to have a relationship here. Uh, they also found that higher perceived life stress at age 32 <clears throat> was associated with less adaptive interactions and increased relationship problems at age 43. Wow. Berto, do you have any news or what's going on in your life? Tell me. All right. Well, let's see. First of all, I'm sort of in shock about everything that's been happening, yeah. as many people are. Also, I am. I'm also excited about a few things happening this year. Yeah. Uh, there are many movies and shows coming back. Yeah. And cool, you know, things like, like that. Well, uh, there's obviously episode eight. They released a poster. It's got Star Wars in red letters. That's you know. Something. <laughs> so, what do you think is going to happen? What's well, the the final Jedi or Wait, the you, last, Jedi last Jedi or something like that? You don't like to speculate. I, I, well, no, I, I'm okay speculating. I just don't like reading. Because uh, the, the, what happens is this: if it were really just like us, we haven't read any anything, we're just speculating. Great. But a, a lot of times online, it's like, well, I saw the script or I saw this leaked thing, and I don't want that, you know. But I will say, just from me, I haven't read the books. I haven't just watched the movies. What I'm saying is, um, I was wrong before when I was younger to think that the Return of the Jedi was about Luke. Seems like it was more about Anakin. Okay, so now I'm not gonna make the same mistake the other way around, because they want us to believe that it's the, uh, you know, the 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 final Jedi might be Luke. But I, I'm saying no, the last Jedi is not Luke. But the he last, is the last Jedi. Well, I'm gonna say right now he's the last Jedi. But that's not who they're talking about. Who are they talking about? They're talking about <laughs> Kylo Ren. He's a he's not a Jedi. He will be. Oh. Well, now, I'm so what, just, now <laughs> that's strange. But do you think that Luke will die in this one? I hope not, man. I don't want another ghosty force ghosty. 
Well, I, I think Luke's going to die <laughs> because it just makes sense. But they killed Han. They're going to have to kill Leia, right? But Leia's going to have to die somehow. But they need e- episode nine yeah? to, to have Rey and Finn and Kylo like isolated. You know what I mean? They, I think they were going to kill Luke, and now they can't. Why? Because Leia's gone. Yeah. Well, Leia's got to die, obviously. Yeah. Um, they have to have Luke, man. Maybe Leia and Luke will die together. Oh, no, Luke's going to survive. He's the last Jedi. I'm <laughs> just reversing my position. He's the last Jedi. <laughs> I mean, the obvious interpretation is Rey will be the last Jedi. Or <sighs> Luke will be the last Jedi. He'll die, and then Rey will become something else. I want Rey to be a good, light side, last Jedi. Yeah. But everyone is saying that she's actually Palpatine's descendant. Yeah. And people are also saying that that Finn is descendant from um, from the only from other Lando. No, from no. the only other black person. Whom? From uh, what's his face? From Mace oh, Windu. Oh, Mace Windu. Now that that's ridiculous. Other people are also saying that Snoke is Mace Windu. Oh come on! I, I give up. So see, this is why I didn't want to go down this route. Like, why? Why this is unnecessary? What else are you looking forward to this year? Okay, so there's Star Wars. Uh, oh, hey, there's an Oscar party coming up. That's going to be exciting. Yeah, you know? that's going to be fun. I've seen all of them except for Fences, and I'm going to see Oh, did they game. announce them already? Uh, yesterday. Oh, shoot. I got to catch up. So I've, I've not seen almost any of them. So I... You got you to see Moonlight. That's the one I you have to see. see that. So I'm a little annoyed, frankly, about La La Land. I've now crossed over into news or annoyed. Before, I was like, okay, it won its Golden Globes. Because I liked it. You didn't seem like you liked it. As no, we were no, driving no, away, no, you seemed, you I seemed did pretty like it. down on it. I just didn't think it was a good musical because it didn't have great songs or memorable songs. Yeah. But, but here's the thing. I liked the movie. I enjoyed my time. I would watch it again. But as soon as everyone started going bananas and nominating it 14 times and stuff, then I started feeling like I felt when I saw Titanic. When I saw it, I liked it. And then... Pretty soon I started distancing myself from it because everyone was watching it 20 times and it was kind of like too much. Okay. I will say that I bet you if I saw all the other contenders, I'm probably going to find another one that's my favorite. You know, and I can already think of at least one that I like better already. What? Uh, if it came out last year, which is the, uh, the one I recently saw. Uh, I'm blanking here. Not Split. Oh, is that? No, not Split. No, there was something else I saw that was really good. Well, anyways. I, I've heard great things about Moonlight. That's probably going to be one of them. You know, I bet you I'll like that one better. Um, yeah, it's it's a. I I think it's powerful, um, and I hope it wins. I, I I wonder if it'll win. Arrival? Did you like Arrival? Oh, that's the one. Arrival. I love the Arrival. Okay, Hacksaw Ridge. You see that? No, I have not. That one does not deserve. I didn't even that. Wait, that got nominated? Yeah, I, that one does not deserve to be Best Picture. I mean, it it it's it's a okay movie, but. Well, it's yeah. you know it's it's nothing moving you know it, it I mean it's moving but it's I don't know it's... now listen people are gonna absolutely <clears throat> kill me for this but in terms of flat entertainment value just flat entertainment value I was a lot more entertained in Rogue One than I was in La La Land yeah but I know it's unfair to compare them and blah blah but is it unfair is it unfair to compare them is it just because well one of them is artsy and they danced but I should be able to compare them yeah I should no, they, they'll never Give Rogue One or a no? I know, and it shouldn't. Rogue One should not win an Oscar, but uh, best best picture Oscar. Yeah, um, Hell or High Water, great movie. I heard that was really good. 
I gotta yeah. watch that. It's an instant classic. Hidden Figures. It's total that one was nominated. Total Oscar I haven't bait. Seen that one. And it's it's a it's again it's it's good. It's, good. it's okay. okay. It's it's similar to Hacksaw Ridge. It's a real story that is, oh, okay. is moving, but it's not you know. You know, you know what else I'm excited for? By the way, the new Zelda game coming for the new Nintendo system. Ooh. The what's it called? The split. The <laughs> oh yeah yeah. The I don't know what they call that. The diff. The, <laughs> I don't know what it's called. But yeah. sp- the edge or edge? something? No, it's. I'm terrible. But anyways, I'm excited about that. It looks cool. I haven't played Zelda. I've missed the last two Zelda installments, and I feel terrible. It looks like Skyrim Zelda. Yeah, Sky Zelda. Zeldrim. Lion, have you seen that? Oh, I know what it is, and I have not, but I want to. Do you Uh, know, like... It's okay. Uh, Again, real story. The the first half an hour is just about this kid who, who gets, like kind of lost and he's trying to find his 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 family one of my friends consulted for that movie oh really yeah because he works for uh, uh, earth for google earth okay right so google earth plays kind of a big role and in the movie uh, the first half an hour was riveting and and this kid he's so cute and the, the things he go through seem so real right in bangladesh and it just it's heartbreaking and you're just like Oh my God! This is so terrible. It's sort of like yeah, Slumdog yeah. Millionaire when they're kids, right. you know. Uh, but then there's this middle part, which basically is the rest of the movie, where it's just interesting, kind of as a period piece, okay. and a little suspenseful, but just boring. Oh, okay, because there's no plot. It's it's like there's no. Okay. It's a it's a fascinating story, but you know. Mm-hmm. It gets. I I almost fell asleep actually yeah. in the middle, which I never do. I'm not. I'm not a movie sleeper. I sleep in movies lately. <clears throat> do you know that I have not watched uh, Captain Marvel uh, or Captain sorry. America? No, no, neither. So uh, Doctor so Strange. <laughs> Doctor Strange. <laughs> I was like, I was like Captain Strange. No, Captain. No, Why? Because you keep falling asleep. Yeah, I've watched it twice, and both times I fell asleep. Wow. Once with you, <laughs> Manchester by the Sea. Oh, uh, I want to see that. That's really good too. Um, I could see how people wouldn't like this movie. A similar Moonlight and Manchester by the Sea are similar movies in that they're very uh, moving but subtle. Like there's okay. no neither one of them have like guns and shootouts and drama. Oh, and, that's sad. <laughs> you know, it's 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 just intensity and grief and masculinity and okay. pain but do they dance on cars yeah okay of course the reason i think people loved mad max and uh, la la land is because in both movies they dance on cars Let's... i've never you know i played zelda when it first came out on you mean uh, the old 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 zelda? nes oh yeah yeah awesome. and loved that game and i remember it was one of the first games you could save yeah, because because it was so long, yeah. you couldn't po- like for you young people out there. There was a time <laughs> when you played video games, you couldn't save it. You start at the beginning, yeah, as far as you get. <laughs> so the first Super Mario Brothers game, yeah, if you wanted to get to the end, y- you had to commit, play through it. You had to play through it, and and so by the time I got pretty good, me and my younger brother would sit in front of our tiny little like fourteen inch TV and play Super Mario. And try to, you know, slog through that entire... <laughs> yeah. And we didn't have the internet, so we didn't know all the secret passages. Uh, of course not, yeah. Because did you know, like, you can basically finish Super Mario 
only having gone through like five levels. Yeah, because you can go through the negative world and all those things. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, which we did not know about. And so we went through almost, I, I think there was like one or two levels that we could sort of jump through, but the rest of them, you know. And then when Zelda came out, they were like, well, obviously you have to save the game. Right? <laughs> and the way you saved it, if I remember right, was you you said, I want to save it. And they didn't save it. It actually gave you a code. No, you're thinking of Metroid. Metroid oh. gave you the code. Zelda had the three save slots with the oh. little hearts. Oh, okay. But, but oh, Metroid. Metroid gave you the code. Yeah, so Metroid <laughs> gave you, like, it was, it seemed to me like a 25 character. It was long, yeah, 25 dude. character code, and, and you had to write it down perfectly. And then you had to enter it with a, with a little gamepad. It's not like you had a keyboard. Right. <laughs> and I think the code was just like, inside that, you know, string of characters was basically like, He's on this level. Yeah. He has this much health. That's right. And, you know, it, that's all it was. Yeah. It was, just, it was a, just a bite string. Like, just like a, a hack kind of, yeah. you know, it's, it wasn't an actual save. It was just a, that's right. a way of working around that. Oh, it okay. is, in fact, what they would have written to a disc, you know? Yeah. But instead, they're like, well, you write it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> it occurs to me that we're still podcasting right now, and I'm sure we're annoying several <laughs> people. Well, did I tell you about how I used to play Contra? Remember Contra? <laughs> With my friend Paul. Yeah. And I was so terrible that... You, do you remember you could do the code, the, the code, the Konami code, to get 30 lives? I up, never, up, I down, never down, played... Left, right, left, I only right. played Contra, I think, on stand-up. Okay. Well, on the NES, you could do the code, get the 30 lives. We would do that, so we would both have 30 lives. He would, I would go through all of my 30, and then I could eat into his... I would go through all of my 30 and 29 of his and die and watch him finish the game. <laughs> it was so depressing, dude. <clears throat> you could take someone else's lives? Yeah, in that one. You could just start eating into their, their reserve. <laughs> That's funny. So, it was, you know, I, I didn't play these kinds of games until I moved here. And then he had been playing for a bit. But he was also a lot better than me. So I would sit there and he's like, okay, here, let's do the code. And it was just so depressing because I would inevitably die, die, die. And I, then I'd have to sit there for another 10 minutes watching him finish the game by himself. What did Contra <laughs> stand for? Was it like for... Like, I ran Contra? I don't know, yeah. Contra Rebels. Yeah. Is that what it was about? It, it is kind of in the jungles of like Latin America and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Contra, well, Contra, it's like against, you know, the... Rebels, gorillas, right? <laughs> yeah, I'm looking forward uh, to this year in some ways, and I'm also dreading it in others. Um, so I can relate to that. It, I, I guess, mostly I'm just curious to see what is going to happen. Yep. Um, and and since I tend to see the world in in optimistic uh, ways, uh, I've I'm starting to see. People become activists who wouldn't otherwise. That's true. There were there was the women's march, and a lot of women marched. Yeah, a lot of men marched too. People that I, I don't usually see yeah. getting up in arms about right. a political stance. Like not nowhere near as many people as went to the inauguration, but you know, lots. Yeah, <laughs> you know, like the 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 ninety nine percenters. Yeah, that, that was that was like a particular kind of slice of yeah. a, of America. I feel like the women's march was 
was like a like a a wide swath of yeah. pe- of 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 people from different cities and different regions of and am I right? There was worldwide marches too. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. There were marches all over the world. Yeah, yeah. but particularly in the United States, right? Yeah, and and it felt like I, I I'm this I'm saying this in a good way. It felt like a suburban activist yeah. activity. No, I agree. Meaning that it's not like just college kids no. or just anarchists. It was like... No, there were a lot of moms and yeah. families out Soccer there. Soccer moms. Yeah. Like, you know, everyday people saying what they wanted to say. Yeah. And I love that. Our country was founded on protest and every leap forward was done through protest and through rebellion when Reagan was president, the thing is, is I'm old enough to remember other administrations that were seen in the exact same way. I mean, people look back at Reagan now and say like, oh yeah, he was this cute old guy. No, punk rock essentially emerged. I mean, it emerged in the 70s, but became a thing under Reagan. And everyone universally hated Reagan, wow. you know? Uh, it was... Uh, uh, a, a lot of the things that happened in the eighties hmm. that were good were were in response to to Reagan and conservatism, wow, and, and white maleism and all that kind. It's of funny because you know from I think I've said this before in the podcast. Looking from the outside in, I was in Colombia at the time. I always looked up to the United States. I wanted to live here. My mom lived here. It seemed organized, safe. All the best music came from here. The movies were coming from here. It was all like Back to the Future in California on skateboards. And it was like, wow, DeLoreans on the streets. Hmm. Um, the best snacks, everything. The candy, everything. Hmm. And to me, Reagan was part of that. Yeah. Reagan MTV. So I looked up to Reagan. And I was like, that's what a president is like. That's what it. That's what I want. I want to go there to that magical land with no problems. <laughs> that's interesting. Yeah, I mean, uh, uh, you know, there's some truth to that, I suppose. But at the same time, a lot of people hated Reagan. Yeah, uh, you know, the, the it it feels now very similar to yeah. the way it felt. Although Reagan was more liked, people, yeah. particularly when he first started running. He was very popular. I think he won like almost every state. Yeah. Some uh, some states, I think like Washington included the the last time they were they voted Republican for the president was for right. Reagan. Well, and and there's there's some things that when you hear him say these speeches now, they sound almost democratic. Right. You know, he's like he he would say things that would sound compassionate and empathetic about certain groups like they wanted to do immigration reform, they did immigration reform. Yeah. Uh they did amnesty for a, I don't know, millions like they they did a crazy thing that today would never, not even Obama would dream to do such a thing, right? Right, right. Uh, but then, of course, they did a lot of wars and hidden wars and, and a lot of shenanigans. And- yeah, and they were extremely slow to react to HIV yeah. and other you know, things. Socially, it was very, but it was the 80s. So. <laughs> and, and so the things that I am hearing from liberals now reminds me very much of the, of, of the 80s. Mm. And and good things came out of the eighties. Good movements, you know, uh, strong movements. You know, LGBTQIA rights and and right. activism uh, had a, a pretty big push in in the eighties. And other kinds of art and and other kinds of rebellion, 
uh, grunge in a way was was born in the eighties. You know the 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 that's uh, true. The, yeah. the roots of it came from rebellion. Yeah, and <clears throat> I predict a similar. I hope for a similar progression. Yeah. And one thing that's that's useful right now in that regard is uh, when Reagan was in office, uh, there was no internet. There was no quick dissemination of information. There was pretty much like you'll watch the night news and read a newspaper, right? So uh, right now we have like up to the minute like Obama is – or uh, what's his name? Is signing some new decree. Uh, they just met to do such and such. Someone just leaked information. Like it's up to the minute. Now that's both – bad but also has its good side which is that well it's kind of hard for them to keep secrets right now right uh i personally think that's a bad thing it's a bad thing for me and i actually have told everyone around me to stop talking about those updates i see because it's only stress for me because mm, yeah. what am i going to do about it right uh well you can frowny face it yeah i <laughs> I, I i have to wait four years to vote yeah well uh, two years and two well two yeah. years sure and I will. Yeah. I, I've I've never missed a vote. I've voted every primary. I vote every legislative action. I've ever since yep. I had the right. I vote, and I will. But until then, I can literally get fifteen enraging posts. Yeah. Um. And and on and I actually avoid Facebook now because people because yeah. again everyone's political now and so yeah. they there's all these political things on Facebook and I'm like, you know, I'm with you, but. I, I don't see the point in me knowing this right now. I mean, what am I supposed to do about this, you know? Yeah, I guess it's supposed to, if it were more like, okay, we're organizing, Here are the th- here's the times we need to call the, sen- the our state senators and push on something. Yeah. Here's the votes that are coming up or whatever it is. I could see, here's the local issues that we need to, you know, kind of gather around. But you're right that when it's just... <gasps> Oh my gosh, another stab in the heart. Oh my gosh, another stab in the heart. Oh my gosh, another stab in the heart. Yeah. And a lot of it is actually just people being mean to each other, just like making fun of people's outfits or their hair or the, you know, way that people stand or something. And I'm just and I'm just like that's not why are we talking about that stuff? It's not important. And when it was reversed, you know, people making fun of Obama's jeans, didn't you not like that, you know, so let's not play that game, you know, yep. let's stick to the things that actually have a, an impact on our real lives, policy changes, you know, budget, um, you know, real decisions. Let's not, let's not focus on hair, okay? Well, that does it for that episode, Berto. It's been a while since we've just indulged ourselves. Ripes of wrath. <laughs> you know, what, one person on the survey wrote in and said, Kirk, sometimes it sounds like you're just talking into a microphone. <laughs> well, this was one of those episodes. All right, that does it. Please take care of yourself because... You deserve it.